Welcome to 11 Cats Radio. Have you ever wondered how a cat's perception of the world might differ from your own? Well, put your cat glasses on and find out what cats want you to know as we explore their world through their eyes. I am your hostess, Pat Rulo, a healthcare and patient advocate for people and an advocate, not only for my 11 cats, but for you and yours and for cats everywhere. Enjoy the next few minutes with us where we believe that a cat is not just a cat. So today I want to talk about the wonderfully nonsensical argument that dry kibble is good for your cat's teeth. Oh my. The first time I heard that was when I was adopting two of my little kittens. They were tiny little kitties with no teeth, let's say no adult teeth. And the guy who was at the shelter told me, oh, we're feeding them kibble because it's good for their teeth. Interesting. What teeth? I often take care of people's cats when they go on vacation. And I had one cat Uh, several years ago, who had no teeth, um, had all of her teeth removed due to stomitis. And I was for sure that when I unpacked their overnight bag, that there would be a can of wet food, but no dry, crunchy kibble. This poor cat with no teeth was swallowing this hole and you could just see it go down the throat. What? So let's talk about this myth that dry food is good for cats' teeth. The only advantage of dry food for cats is the cost and the convenience for the human. Dry food does nothing for teeth and gums. It does not benefit the cat in any way and actually causes many, many health problems. So let's get it straight once and for all. Dry food does not clean your cat's teeth. It's merely a convenience for the guardian. Here's why. Most cats don't consistently chew dry food. They swallow it whole. And if you take the time to watch your cat eat, you will witness this. Obviously, without contacting the teeth, there is zero effect on tartar accumulation. And for cats who do chew dry kibble, whether consistently or occasionally, there still is little or no benefit because the kibble shatters. So contact between the kibble and the teeth only occurs at the tips of the teeth. And this is certainly not enough to make a difference in the formation of tartar and plaque, which most commonly builds up along and underneath the gum line at the base of the teeth. Okay, we busted that myth. Keeping your cat's teeth and gums healthy requires a commitment on your part, such as daily tooth brushing and regular vet visits or regular vet cleanings, they're still important. There are many studies out there that show that there is no real pattern to the dental and periodontal disease found in cats. If anything, tartar and gum disease seem to be more attributable to genetics or concurrent diseases, such as if the cat has feline leukemia or AIDS, than to any particular diet. Studies also show that dry food does not clean a pet's teeth any better than eating pretzels cleans ours. How's that for a visual? You wouldn't eat pretzels instead of brushing your teeth 
or going to the dentist. So, cats, I've said it before, they are obligate carnivores. They require a meat-based diet for optimal health. Their natural diet is prey, such as rodents, rabbits, lizards, insects, and birds. And these prey consist primarily of water, protein, and fat. Less than 10% of a prey animal is carbohydrate. Cats use protein and fat for energy. They lack the metabolic pathway that humans and dogs use for processing carbohydrates. And while cats can digest and use carbs, any excess gets turned into fat. And nearly 60% of cats are now overweight or obese. And veterinarians know this. They also know that the rate of obesity has risen every year since the tracking began in 2010. And the most common cat food? Dry kibble. Clearly isn't doing cats any favors. Yet, veterinarians rarely counsel clients about nutrition because they didn't learn about it in vet school. Thanks to pet food company marketing, most vets still recommend dry foods. Diseases associated with obesity have also increased. The rate of feline diabetes doubled from 1 in 400 to 1 in 200 in a decade. Yet, type 2 diabetes, the most common in cats, is not only preventable, but completely reversible with diet. So that tells us that we need to take a completely different approach to feline nutrition, convenient or not. Dry foods aren't good for cats. Dry foods contain 30 to 40% carbohydrates or more as starch and fiber. Grain-free foods contain as much carbohydrates, but in the form of starchy vegetables. So some starch is necessary for the machinery that makes kibble. Grains and starchy vegetables also provide cheap calories. Dry food has a much higher profit margin than any other form. And guess what? This benefits both manufacturers and veterinary clinics, so they push it hard. Adult cats need two to three times more protein than dogs, yet dry cat foods only contain about a third more protein than dry dog foods. Diets for cats with kidney disease are even more restrictive. Protein is the most expensive ingredient, so manufacturers prefer to use less of it padding the food with carbs instead. Now, dry food ingredients go through four high heat processes. This denatures, which means damages and distorts the proteins in the food. And such unnatural proteins can lead to food allergies, inflammatory bowel disease, or even cancer. A prominent feature of the cat's natural diet is its high water content, like I said earlier, prey animals like rodents, rabbits, and birds contain 65 to 70% water. And dry foods contain only 10% water. Do we understand that this is completely unnatural for a cat? Our feline friends descend from desert-dwelling wild cats who have limited water resources. Their ultra-efficient kidneys satisfy their moisture needs from their prey. Cats, if you notice, also have a very low thirst drive and will not drink water until they are up to 3% dehydrated. And a veterinarian should consider IV fluid therapy at that level. 
Cats eating only dry food take in half the moisture compared to a cat eating only wet food. And chronic dehydration contributes to bladder inflammation, crystals, stones, and kidney failure. Cats prefer food that has a strong meat or fat flavor. And pet food manufacturers go to great lengths to make dry food palatable to cats. They coat the kibbles with fat and palatability enhancers. And the result may be a cat who overeats not because he's hungry, but because he loves the food too much. I do the same with potato chips. Wet foods are the best choice. The most logical strategy is to feed cats a diet that mimics the natural prey diet, which is 50 to 70% moisture. Raw, frozen, and reconstituted freeze-dried foods also work very well. Personally, I make homemade and supplement it with canned, but many people don't want to do homemade. Feeding more or only canned food is a good approach. It's often easier for people to deal with. And here's a bonus. Wet foods produce much less solid waste in the litter box and less stink. I know this for sure because I feed my cats raw and canned, and the poop is small, doesn't smell, and whenever I have a cat visit that I look after overnight or for a week or whatever, a cat that's fed only dry food, I can hardly walk into the room to clean the litter box. The poop looks like an elephant did it, and the smell is unbelievable. So there's your bonus, smaller and less smelly poop. Let's talk about variety. Another feature of a cat's natural diet is diversity. A hunting cat does not eat only purple finches. He will or she will eat any small prey he can catch, whether it's a mouse, voles, pigeons, grasshoppers, geckos. And likewise, we should feed our cats a variety of foods. That's not hard to do because canned cat food comes in a wide assortment of brands, flavors, forms, and special ingredients. And once your cat accepts canned food, it's easy to vary the meals. Raw and homemade foods are also easier to alter. My cats don't get the same food twice in a row. And here's one of the main reasons why I do that. A lot of times you hear about recalls. Well, feeding different brands and flavors reduces the chances of a dietary excess or a deficiency of any single nutrient. Ingredient suppliers and manufacturers make mistakes. Foods with too little thiamine or too much vitamin D end up on store shelves. They get recalled, but not before they sicken or kill pets. If you're feeding a variety, you're not going to have that one same food that could cause these kind of problems. Plus, Variety keeps your cat from becoming finicky and food addicted. It prevents food intolerances, allergies, inflammatory bowel diseases. Feeding the same dry kibble day in and day out, year after year, increases the risks of these problems. Plus, cats get bored with the same food all of the time. I know I would. So with canned food, it's easy to vary the brands, the flavors, and the protein sources. Now for a moment, let's talk about weight problems. Multiple factors cause obesity, but free feeding, a free choice, 24-7 availability of dry food is a major player. Fat cats are unhealthy. They have a shorter life expectancy, and yet often I hear people chuckle, oh yes, my cat's so fat, oh look at him waddle, it's not funny. 
overweight cats need low-carbohydrate diets. Experts now recommend canned foods as the primary treatment for diabetes. A high-protein, high-moisture diet can reverse diabetes in many cats, and wet diets can even prevent this devastating disease. If you have an overweight cat, switch your cat to an all-canned diet. Stick to foods containing 10% or less carbohydrates. And many foods now list their carbohydrate content. Cats lose more weight on canned food than dry food. They lose body fat while retaining lean muscle mass, and these diets are much better suited to the unique feline metabolism. Now, occasionally, an obese cat will temporarily gain weight on canned food, so if that happens, don't panic. As his or her metabolism adjusts, the weight will come off. Now, I know a big problem is switching foods, and if your cat is not used to eating canned food, add it to the diet in small amounts. It is so different in composition from dry food that it may cause a stomach upset at first. And so you might want to add digestive enzymes or probiotics that can help with this. And if a cat won't eat canned food, he may be a dry food addict or not hungry enough to try something new. When you have food out all of the time, a cat's not going to wander over to try some new wet food. Try feeding in timed meals. Leave dry food out for only an hour, maybe two or three times a day. And once the cat is accustomed to the schedule, give a little canned food at first. And most cats will try it at that point. Or crumble just a little of the dry food and sprinkle it on the wet. I know that that kick starts one of my cats, Sunny, who on occasion goes on a wet food strike. Now quality is as important with canned food as it is with any other type of food. And I'm going to talk about reading canned food labels at another time. I hope this sheds a light on the negative aspects of feeding your cat dry kibble. Thank you for joining us at 11 Cats Radio. I am Pat Rulo, grateful that you choose to advocate with me. Until next time, visit 11catsradio.com and give your cat a kiss from me. And remember, accepting a cat into your life is a lifetime commitment.